Welcome to Board Game Basics, episode number 15. I'm Patrick. And I'm Robert. Each episode, we'll try and talk about a board game and a card game. So, you have something to say? Oh, yeah. So, this week, we had some good news come through. From Gameology. Oh, yes. And then they've decided to... To sponsor. Yeah. How cool's that? Mm. So, thank you very much. Thanks a lot. Um, and you've got a little thing you're going to say at the yeah. start of each week. So, you... at, at the start of each episode, I'm going to say this. Hosting for this episode is provided by Gameology, Australia's largest gaming warehouse. So, that's that's great. Mm. To, would, we be... buy a lot of games from there, and over Christmas, when it's the school holidays, I want to go there and have a look at games. Oh, do you? Yeah, well, maybe we could go and have a look mm. on our way during our trip or something. Uh... Okay, so it's been another busy week. You've been playing cricket today. Yep. Another wicket. Yeah. So that was good. I bowled one and then someone caught it and then the other one um, w- was dropped because oh. it was pretty low to the ground anyway. There you go. Now, uh, a couple of games we're going to talk about today. We're talking about crossbows and catapults. Yes, we know you really want to talk yeah. about crossbows and catapults. Skyward. Yeah, there you go. And Skyward. So how about we start with Skyward today? Yeah. So, the first game we're going to talk about is Skyward. Alright, and uh, if we have a look on the BGG for Skyward... It's rated at 6.9. It's for 2 to 4 players, takes 30 to 40 minutes, mm-hmm. age 14 plus. Yep. On the box it says 14, on BGG they've got 12. I'm just reading it, trying yeah, to see, but both, yeah. can't really see. And the weight is 2, so... Yeah, and it says it's best with two players, like that's what yeah. the community have said. that's what we only really play it with. And I found that the game played a lot quicker. We, I reckon we played in like 15 minutes. I got six buildings out, and when you only had, like, you had like three out, yep. and I had five, and then you tried to get two out. All right, we'll talk about I that in a sec, maybe. So do you want to maybe just so read So the game overview, after generations of turmoil, the four fact... Turmoil, uh, yep. The four factations have finally put their differences aside to work together for a better tomorrow. As a commitment commitment to this newfound alliance, the world's first airborne city, Skyward, is to be built right above the intersecting borders of all four realms. The realms, yeah. Realms. Together at last, the factions formed a committee made up of cultural luminance who help build the city. The committee self-selects a warden each season to assess in dividing the work among its members. Mm-hmm. You play as one of the coupling competing luminaries to help luminaries, luminaries. luminaries <laughs> to help build the airborne city and to ultimately be named the founder of the of Skyward. The funder, I think. Yeah, the founder. So, um, basically this is a card game. So we're getting our card game chat in first this week. And uh, it's a game that we got this, oh, I want to say, let's say a year ago. We were in the city. So we live yeah. 30 minutes away from our local game store. So that's why we end up buying a lot from Gameology because we can do it online. It rocks up two or three days later. Uh, it's so easy. We've never had a problem. This time we were down in the city 
went to the game store and this this game was just out on their getting rid of stack so it was really cheap so we thought we'll get it never heard of it and we've played mm. it and we've actually enjoyed it for a simple little deck builder um now do you want to just talk about setting up the game or how you play the game well so the setup is one place the game board in the middle of play area the game board's just what you put the card deck on and the discarded cards on. It's basically the size of the box, so the box yeah. is only what's that, 20 all, centimeters by. Shuffle uh, all the cards 15? together. Place the cards on the board face down to to form the launch deck. Two, make a pile of cog tokens that is within reach of all players. Three, reserve an area where split cards will be placed. Four, reserve an area in front of each player. This area is called the airspace five choose a starting player we recommend the person who has the most experience with the game give the starting player the warden token and they get a cog so well um the trouble that we we haven't actually noticed that we just take turns at going first when we start yeah because we've, we've both played it the same amount of times yeah so we've played it and you know what you're doing yeah so we just do it like that and the cogs just are just like a little coin that little cardboard piece that sits on your on They the actually board there do look group. pretty cool, even though they're only cardboard. And so you use them, they can count as any faction. So in the like, game, there's the four like factions. They might need, the four factions they're, are... Yep, so the, um, they're four colours, yeah, which makes it blue, easy. Yeah, there's blue, orange, purple, or... Yeah, and green. So the um, blue is... The Sears. The Sears, okay. And then the orange is the mark, the makers, or the markers. The, um... I'm looking on uh, here to see you. Well, you got that preserves. in the book over there, haven't you? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, the purple one, it doesn't say. Preserver. Yeah, preserver. Is it, is it a preserver? The no, pres no, yeah, they're, oh. they're the preservers. Okay, yeah. The collective is the green. Okay. The wild icon, which is is not an actual faction, but rather a symbol of spending any factions. Like, so you can use cogs, even if you don't have that faction to use it as a faction. Okay, so each card. So there's a deck of I'm not sure how many cards. So I can have a look later. The uh, and there's either two options. You've got buildings. So a card might have a building. So this one's a a pink building card. It costs two of the pink faction to play it onto your S field, um, which gives you victory points at the end of the game. The, the idea of the game is to build six before the opponent, you'll get more points. And it, this one, for instance, says it gives you plus a victory point for each other uh, faction uh, building in your airspace. One of the cards that you don't really want to get is um, the uh, pigeons. Unless <laughs> the pigeons. <laughs> I got this rocket cat, so I can give. I must give it to you, but um, I also had the rookery, so um, they get you gave me pigeon, mm -hmm. and then didn't I copy that one or something? That's because pigeons are a pain, and they go pooping. And, and then I took a, I took two pigeons, and I got victory points from yeah, them. Because you gave me. And a the house. rocket catch, I gave you a pigeon with that because I didn't want minus two points. So. Uh, I was just going to go back to, so on that building, it's got two pink ones. So if I have the other sort of card, which is in here, so there's buildings, and then there are the little faction workers. Now, they give you, 
on their card on the top right, they have a, a what they're worth. So a lot of them are worth one. There's a couple that are worth two. Some, And then what happens is you go to your building to build it and it will say you need to pay with two. Now I've only got one pink one. Okay, well, you can use one of those cogs, which you can then get... Well, yeah. you build them up. Yeah, and because so like at one point, um, I had I had this really good building, and I had to use um, didn't I have to use cogs to get it? Yeah, because you had no yeah no people. So you either you you either searching for buildings at one point, which you can't build because you've got no no workers, or you need workers. Um, you've got plenty of workers, and you need some buildings. The uh, so the way the game works, it's a nice. I split you choose idea where so Patrick's the first person he gets the warden token he's the and ruler I get a cog. of the area he gets a cog not in the first round but after no you do when you select it yep yeah so we pick someone Patrick pick so Patrick goes first he doesn't get a cog this time but he gets the warden token and eight cards we all get to see the cards he then goes through the pile of eight cards this is eight cards for two players it's more for more players and splits them like up how he likes. 16. He goes, oh, I might want these two and you can have the other six. Because then what he does is put the warden token on one pile. And with that warden token, a cog. So you're basically getting like, one Because sometimes they person. put the warden thing on the um, one that they don't want. Yeah. So you take the, that you want you to take that. Because sometimes I see, you say, oh, this is something I might like. Mm. And then I go... Oh, I'm going to take that because you said you like it, so I'm going to take know, that to annoy you. Spite you. Me sometimes. So I guess you you are able to try and convince the other person with the with the cog, which is a free worker in a sense. Um, although there are some that give you at the end of the game, you can get extra victory points for each cog. Plus so two. then you're trying to collect some cogs. So I saw that card and it really annoyed me. Yeah, well, that gave me six points. Um, <clears throat> so, oh, I don't know. So, yeah, it's good that you can manipulate the what you think and the other it person wants says through that mechanism. At the end of the game, if there's a tie, you go to whoever has the most buildings out, which is normally another tie. With two players, it tends yeah. to be you both get six out. With three, it's not always like that. And then if that's a tie... It's how many coin, cogs, which can be a tie, which we had <laughs> We had in our first game today. today, but the second game I got lots, just with the you victory got, cogs. You, you got <laughs> one more victory point than me. I did. So with two players, it tends to be pretty close because you're just working out the same. When you have a bigger um, group... Yeah, like one, one person could be on like two, and another person could be on like 50... And another person could be on like ten. Don't know about that because, but when there's more, it'll be interesting. We've only played it with three as the most to see how you split the field up. Because you could go, I'm giving you no cards, but you can have the warden. Now the problem is, wait, the, so you can put no cards and you just can put give no them the cards. Warden. One person can have them all, but but the problem is, the other person's going to pick first. So if there's three players and I put one pile with six cards, one pile with six cards, and one pile with no cards, and the you're warden, gonna pick, yeah, and the warden, I'm going to get one free faction of anything I like, right? But you're going to get the six cards, and the other opponent's going to get six cards, and I'll be left with nothing. Well, so I might to, choose the one with the most factions in it. Yeah, well, the idea is you've got to make it so that 
you can still get it. But you want get some, what you, don't, you need. What I normally do, I like split the colours up so there's no chance you can get a building, <laughs> and it's the same colour of it in one pack. Yeah, that's because you're sneaky. Because I like change it around so there's like. So I'll put the green there, and then I'll put that green there, and then I'll put the purple. So you, what you're saying is where you the split green the is, and then I'll put the, and the purple, yeah, over there. So if you split the the building and the worker, you're thinking they can't build. But if I happen to have those other cards in my hand which, that you don't know about, which sometimes I I do that just to um, make sure that you try could not maybe might not be able to build yeah so then you get less victory points because you're not really building and with the cards there's four effect types that they they have down in the little bottom corner there there's a launch so when you play that card you take the action when you launch there's ongoing so it's an ongoing effect like in a lot of games score which is victory points like most and instant, they don't go into your hand, but the second you receive it, so whether it be at the start of the game or any point, second you get that lightning bolt, bang, you got to put it out and it becomes part of the game. At the end of the round, so at the end of your turn, so I play my turn and then I've got five cards left. I'm like, oh, I really need cogs. These cards are no good to me. Well, you can you can trade three of any you cards, discard, and discard you get them into the discard cog. pile. Get a cog. At the end of one helpful. of the games, I just threw all of my cards in mm. and got cogs, cogs. And I need one to build it. Yeah, but you're not allowed to because. Yeah. Even though you did, <laughs> you're not allowed to because. Well, I didn't that's actually. I didn't actually know that because we only said that just after I did that go. Yeah, I told you, sneaky. <laughs> but before that, you were doing it like that. Um, and also, you're only allowed to play one building. Weren't so you also doing that at one point, like throwing cards out nah, before and getting Yeah, and then getting cogs, cogs, but using the cogs next round, not that round. Um, so you only get to build one building per round. You basically build, end of turn. Build, Or end of build, turn. trading, chuck trading. out three cards, gain a cog, and then you can do that as many times as you like. And um, also the... Um, so you, you build, you do your cog. It actually says so the faction. Be six rounds at least. It actually says the faction names on the um, faction cards. Yeah, yeah. Because I saw that on one of the cards in there. The and we've talked about the end game, the scoring. It's very simple. Although the the one thing we struggled because like yeah. I you had to help me count, and by that time you you would have forgotten your score, and, and then I was waiting for you to count and I would have forgotten my score and then it kept going. Know, so then we both had to count at the same time. You, um, that's the only thing playing with a younger person where I'm having to help you. But because that's of all the That's the only time you've actually ever had to help me score in a game. I know, because you are very good with maths. But, mm. the problem but that, with that's this, the bit that I struggled with because you've got to count and the other person might be done and then they can f- forget their score and you've got to add extra points on. Yeah, all over because... It's the pigeon's worth plus one, and then the well, the or minus two. Factory is worth one when you have this and this. Pigeons and are actually worth minus two unless you have a rookery. Yeah, so it gets a little bit confusing like that. So I, I think it's better when you have a little bit of paper and pen next to you. Yeah, like in Australia. So just write it down. What did you think of the game? Like the the artwork on the cards and the quality of the cards. So they're not a linen finished card. If you look at the card, they're good artwork. It has this. 
like borders on it. Yeah, which does. And then it says what it is, says its bonuses, says if it's instant, says its victory points. Yeah, so. Has but, um, how many of the cards there are in the deck, has what it costs, says its name. And then on the, ins- on the inside that border where it has the picture, mm-hmm. it has like lots of detail. Yeah. And it looks real. Yeah, the pictures look And cool. it looks like what that thing would actually look like. So, so that what you're talking about is called the iconography. So I would say that that's all. It's quite obvious what you need to buy. You can lay the tiles on top of each other, the cards, and yeah, as um, you build up. At one point, no I was doing this like because you know how it says some things in, about in your airfield. Yeah, like it's your if airfield. for each each airship or each, you have in your airfield yeah. gain, they're worth three instead of two. Yeah. Which I I had that one, mm-hmm. which is the uh, launch pad or something like that. So and um, I put them under. Right. So oh yeah, I you were tucking them was, under. Yeah, so and then they've designed I knew the cards. It even it. mentions it in the book that you can stagger them going from left to right, um, upwards. That and you can see everything you need to see on the card. You just don't see all the picture. But that's fine. The art works good. So I like I really like ha- how they've done the on the back of it, like writing Skyward, and it actually looks good on the other side, not just the other side. Yeah. Um, it comes with an expansion. We haven't mm. ever played with that. I only just but, saw that today. Oh, it looks pretty cool. That's because I hid it from you when we got it. <laughs> I saw one of the cards on it, and I thought it was pretty cool. I know why you hid it. Yeah, well, I didn't want to Just get- like in Warhammer. Shadespire. Yeah. I wanted to do. I wanted to go. Can Straight we use the, them? No, you just got to wait and learn the game properly. Yeah, first. and then when I, if I would have seen them, I would have been. Can we play with them? This is a game that. Uh, so it's easy. The cards are really nice. The little cogs are, are good. We've got them a little thing. There's a little tray that's in the uh, box. So the box is only. 20 centimetres by 10. It's a small box. You can take this you anywhere. Could, you, you could take it anywhere. But what you could do is just take all the cards out of the box. Put them right? in a Ziploc bag. Put them in a Ziploc bag and go away. You don't have to play with these cogs. No, but you would need to... Because no, you could I just use do, coins when you're away. But you I, what I would do, because you don't want people taking your coins, hmm. I would um, put the um, cards in the Ziploc bag, put them in one of my pockets or something, hmm. If I'm just walking somewhere and I want to play it with someone, I put it in my pocket mm-hmm. in a Ziploc bag. Then the cogs, because they're already in a Ziploc bag, I just put them <laughs> in my other pocket yeah. and then you've got the game in your pockets. You have. But I guess we don't have coins as much as we used to in our pockets. But like you go away camping, just take the cards. You don't need all the rest. You'll find some cut, some coins or you could keep a little tally on a piece of paper. And then you're taking up no space. But then you're wasting that piece of paper because you just like yeah. cross out, gain, cross out, gain, cross the out, little, gain. It does come with a little board, which is nice that you put. Your, it sort of just sets. Yeah, you up. it's a double-sided board, and I looked at the other side, and it, they look really good. Like that's got really good. They art explain work. to you on the board, which is it's got your central deck and your discard deck with a nice little picture, but it says like two players, eight cards. Three players, twelve cards. Mm. Four players, sixteen cards. And then plus the um, warden token on one of them. And it does say you can play it with five people if you like. It only says two to four on the box, but in the Q and A that they've made in the box, can you play this with more? And yes, you can. You so, probably actually could though. 
what would you rate this game at on BGG? What did we say it was like six? Five point nine. No. No, six point nine. Six point nine. What do you rate it at? Uh, oh, that's hard. Um, I would go. Yeah, we I'd go a good seven. Oh, we've had it a year, but we well, haven't played we haven't, it a lot. I meant we haven't played it. It was a game a we to start with. We struggled to get. Mm out to play because it's our only deck builder but i like that you split them and choose but probably a year ago it was a little bit hard for you because you've got cards everywhere and you're trying to work out what to do but i'm a year later you're more advanced yeah because i've got a lot we've i play a lot more games that you have to hold a big hand of cards in your hands yeah and also you've got to be able to think how am i going to split these up so that it works that's quite complicated it does say 14 plus but i think younger kids can play it easily no Mm. drama with that um, um right. here's one thing about the splitting there. Mm. If you put all the pigeons in one and then the rest separate <laughs> Get over the pigeons. And then put the warden token with the coin on the on the and the cog on the pigeons. Get over the pigeons. You know you're gonna have that deck because no one <laughs> wants the pigeons. Alright, now I, I did see this was on the gameology website, so uh, you can always get it from there. Mm. Alright. So I'll rate it at a uh, nine. Oh, you're going to give it a nine. You like this, don't you? That's only because you like all the sneaky games. Although I do too. Yeah. I like being sneaky. Okay, so now we're going to talk about crossbows and catabolts. Okay, crossbows and catabolts it is. You just said crossbows and catabolts. Crossbows and catapults. It's a tricky way to... Say the name of the game. It's a long name. Yeah. So this is a game that was around in 1983 when they made the original. That's what I had as a child. Yeah, that one's rated at 6.5. We've still got some of those little bits around. Yeah. And um, then we've got this I one. I found some of them and I've put them in the boxes that we've got for it. Yeah, I know. So it's for, it's rated at 6.6. This is a new one. Mm-hmm. So two to four players. Two to players. It takes 60 60 minutes, minutes. age 6 plus, weight 1.3. So it's a um, pretty light game. Uh, Not light, easy. Easy game, yes. Well, and now this is a game I don't think would be available anymore. I remember when it was out in 2007, it just happened to be at a Target and I was like, I love that game as a kid, I've got to go and buy it. Mm. So I bought two of the starter sets, two of every expansion. So actually here under the bed, no, we've got a whole extra set. You, you've got like a the whole set twice just under the bed. Just like the Battle Ram twice, the, uh, the, like the new sets under, their tw- under my bed twice. I should sell that one day. No. Yeah, I should sell it because then, no. then we can get some money. How many sets do we need? One's enough. That was when I was younger. You can thought. always add double of the stuff anyway. Okay, so just as a bit of a description here. So, yeah, we've got the expansions for the Battle Ram and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, we'll get into the expansions in a minute. So it starts as a, it's called Battleground Crossbows and Catapults. And it puts you in the middle of a real fantasy battle that can be played on almost any flat surface. You carefully place your weapons and warriors to take out your opponent's forces and defences, knight or orc. Load up the elastic-powered weapons to launch the battle discs to do maximum damage to your opponent's side. Use your moves to strategically place your warriors and weapons to both defend your castle and attack your enemy. 
I'm... Aim for the flags and win your bonus lives. Yeah. Be the first to knock over all your enemies to win. The game includes uh, two complete armies, knights and orcs, and there's 80 pieces in total, and it gives you a few weapons in the base one. I can't even remember exactly what came in the base I know. one. Because, I know. Yeah, but in the base one... Yeah, I know. Okay. There was a catapult. Mm-hmm. The castle. Mm-hmm. The crossbow. Oh, yeah. And the um, cannon thing. Oh, you know that right. little pool thing? Yeah, yeah. And then you ca- your leader, the flags. Oh, you get a leader. Your men, and like five block bricks. Oh, probably, yeah, probably be more than five bricks. No, nah, it said five on the piece of paper. Oh, did it? Mm. So what happens is you, we um, played, last time we I played just... this on the kitchen table. Just hold on one sec, I'll just say this. We played it on the kitchen table. We didn't want to scratch the table, so we put the um, mat down on it. And you wanted you like to play it on as big an area as possible, but it actually says play it on something that's about two meters long, one point eight long by one. Some of the two. weapons have better rubber bands than the other ones, so that's why I'm always wanting to play it on that's bigger. That's only because they're ten years old. And <laughs> and um, they go like one of them, the crossbow. Yeah. Like, say it's at one wall of a lounge room, mm-hmm. and then there's the other wall. Yeah. You... It fires, <laughs> hits the wall, and comes uh, about a about ten centimeters back or something. Yeah, because they go, they 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 do go a long way. They are fun, and mm. the the only thing we've had is we set I set this up ten years ago before you were born. Played it. We used to leave it on top of the pool table. We put a board on top of our our pool table. And mum and I used to play on there and we could just walk away and leave it after. Because our games used to last ages. With all the expansion bits and everything, it gets to be quite an involved We game. sometimes have to speed our games up because we do it on floors or kitchen tables or um, other things like that. We probably and need to, when, you, when you're playing the game even shorter, just say, okay, you're only going to have five soldiers, five orcs or five I, knights. I always say, I'm not doing that because all of my weapons are really good. Yeah, but... But it's a it's a great inbuilt way that you can actually mm. handicap me or you. Like if I'm older and probably going to be a bit better at some things, I can be handicapped by going. Well, I'm only going to have five, and you can have ten. No, you actually only have eight me. members on your team. Uh, yeah, but it feels like a thousand. And uh, you have like ten people. And uh, plus, you start with one up in your in the cage next yeah. to your castle. So you actually have like ten, twelve members, thirteen members that. A norm that can get knocked out. I remember last time we played it, I used the castle catapult, mm-hmm. and ac- and your <laughs> thing was right next to your castle, and I hit it. It landed on one of your people. Yes, you knocked my guy over. <laughs> and I got my own person back. Yeah, I know. And you did um, everything in one go. I <laughs> like being really sneaky in this one because last time we played it, um, I kept hitting the wall, and you're like, and I knocked over your people, and you're like, what's just happening? Yeah, I know. If you if you had children that, that you want to hold on, just if you have children that you want to get involved in a game, like I don't know, I guess it's not Warhammer, but it's a very early adapt. And it's one kids. that you um, it's like a battle one that you would lock in a to bit try. Bit of battling and things with because dexterity. Um, this would be a great game because mm. the passion Patrick has for playing this, and I remember being the same age, and as we talked about last week, it was in my games when I was a kid. And it was in my top three It was so much fun games. getting to just go, here, I'm going to flick this thing 
down the other end of the room and try and knock I, your finger. I remember. Keep aiming. I, just I remember. Missed. You kept getting so frustrated and you said your thing was too close. <sighs> it's the rocker pole. <laughs> <laughs> That's because. And, and then, and then you moved it even closer and you did it. I still and it went missing. flying over my castle. The, uh, yeah. The, the elastic bands slowly go, but you get heaps of spare ones in them. Like, we've, bought, we've got this big, there. massive bag, yeah. and sometimes if we have to, we switch those ones that are too old, stretch it out with those. Yeah. So then we have a, um, a bit better, longer, like the thicker ones might not get as stretched as quickly. No, but they tend not to. The, the ones that come with the game are the perfect ones. Yeah. For the right, they're designed. Every piece is designed around that. I'm sure that there's ways of of getting bits. Oh, I've tried it with the other rubber bands, and it actually works just as well. So I should. We was, you've gotten so excited talking about this game. We should just say, uh, the the original one years ago, back in '83, was you got a little cardboard tile and you set up your building around it, and your treasure was inside the building. There was like a sword on the ground in there, and. The idea was you had to get one of your little tokens to land you, on the other person's sword. Do you still have that? I don't know. They were hanging around for ages. I can't remember if I threw them out. No, I hope not. Hopefully you didn't throw it out because that one sounds so much fun, having like these little You could sword make your own you though. There's nothing stopping you from mm. making any... If you if you look on the picture here on BGG, it looks like they've built their own little drawbridge on the front of the, yeah. the castle. So, I wanted so what to happens is, um, make it like there's... A bit of a your castles are up higher oh, than on a hill. Um, yeah, like on a hill. <laughs> like it's a like it's like um not like it's where it's not like flash. No, that's not like like what it would be like a real battle like hills. You know what we could do? Mix this game with Rising Sun. And then I can have my monsters out, and then I can have the all the little soldiers of the um, bushy or whatever from uh, Rising Sun. Imagine that. Imagine, imagine having one of the big things, one of the, the onis, <laughs> firing um, your catapult. No, I'll be getting the dragon. I'll be having the onis spike again. Now we should actually just talk about the game. So this one, as different, differs to the old one. This one, you set up your castle, you set up your. Um, uh, your, your little brick wall, however you like. You get given, allocated a space at the end, let's say 30 centimetres, foot in US, um, and you build up all your things. Everything has to be inside there. You you try and hide your your hero, who's a special token that they need to get. You don't want get. him getting knocked over. But you need soldiers to go out into the field with the machinery to operate it. So as or, you walk out Or if machine, you're the knight, just use the battle ram and launch everything off. Yes, but that was, again, in one of the expansions, there's a little battle ram. You, you, you roll it back. I'm always, the no- it. I'm always the knight because that's the team I've always played. Yeah, because it's got the battle ram. The battle ram. <laughs> I've only ever used that, like, once. And every time I use it and it's near your hero... Bye bye, hero. Out. Yeah, I know. You just want it for that. Oh, and then I'm stuck with that stupid ball thing that, that fires out the cannon. <laughs> and and the, the triple the catapult. And it goes and then the goes pole. in the other direction. <laughs> yeah. you got to be Or off on. the table. Or that the triple one or that. A couple of them are a bit dodgy. but I call I call the rock the, one the, the rocker pole. So, so you've got your field allocated at the end. You start... 
launching an assault on the other team. You can do it from your area, but it's a lot further. So then you well, march towards I, the other I normally end. can do it from my area. Yeah, I know, but for some reason... You always with to... the castle, always with the castle one or the crossbow. Like, I just sit there and go, I'm going to leave these two here. Well, you can't move the castle. And, and then I leave the um, crossbow there, and then I just go, bye-bye, soldier. Yes. Or bye-bye, big wall. That's annoying me. So I try and march two machineries together down the field and have one guy or two guys. In, well, I normally try and send a few out, so it's like they're protected by the machinery. I remember when you were sending one out and um, I fired something and it rolled just... You were like... Around. I am going to get so annoyed if you hit this and it rolls around, 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 around oh. the machinery and then it just goes... And then knocks him over. <laughs> You have an uncanny way of do- doing this. Okay, so... And I fired one off the table and it hit the wall. It did. Oh, no. Wow. That was an accident, you yeah. say, as you hit mum in the back of the head. <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> no, but would if she was at the other end. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it, it is a really fun game. Um, you can tell, by the way, Patrick's talking how much he loves it and seeing how much he loves it. A reminds me of when I used to play it, and B has a lot of the dice. My dice tower pretty much always reminds me of that game. Yeah, because the castle and it actually looks like the castles from the game. Now I did see that um, where some people say to change the game up a bit, you roll a dice. You could do it in your dice tower. You roll a dice, and that tells you how many shots you get. Because uh, I want to leave it as how it actually is, because I don't like the fact of rolling a dice to determine how many goes you get. Because you could get one or none if it's a 10 Yeah, and if you only get one, I know what will happen. The whole game will be on the ground. <laughs> if no. I get a six and you get a one, you'll go, ah. No, if I get a one, I'll use my best weapon and knock everything down. So in the game, it's it you move down the field slowly by action. So everything you do costs an action. Um, to fire a catapult, fire a... Um, but if you fire one proper, thing, you actually have to fire that and another thing. Like, you can't, can't just the fire and then move it. Yeah. Because I think once you actually fired them, move, and I said you're not actually allowed to do that. Imagine you could do that. You could make up your own little set deck of cards that go next to the game, and you could go through them, and it will say, take take one action twice, or you can fire a thing, or you could have all these random things in this deck. I, that you I, I really just like thinking and knowing what I'm going to do instead of being like, oh... It's random. Now I know what I've got to do. So how many turns, yeah. how many actions do you get? Two. Two actions. So One thing costs two, I thought. So you, if you're going to move, a movement is... Uh, one action. It's, it's one action. And it's and 15, 15 centimetres. It's it's the same with the... Um, a, the... Um, the uh, what is it again? The, uh, the uh, catapult or the rockapult or whatever it is. Yeah. And the... Um, uh, yeah, your equipment people. moves 15... But your the hero, your hero moves <clears throat> thirty. Like you could have your th- yeah, your hero, hero down one it. side, then you just have him over there, then over That's there. That's because then he's over awesome. There. He can just go wherever he likes. He can fire all your weapons, um, and your people have to yeah. be at least five centimeters away from your weapon. They do. So we have a couple of little timber measuring. We things. only have fifteen centimeters and a thirty and a twenty and a five. No, we don't have. A oh five no! Well, we just say we can tell. Um, yeah, you can tell what five. So you move you. Shoot, you take your actions. To win the game, you need to uh, get rid of the other army and their hero. The game wins mm. when you've got all their army, including their hero. If you get the hero earlier... they've got The other team's got to spend an 
whole turn to, get to him stand back. him up. Yeah. So the hero's the last one you really have to take like out. Like the whole two actions is the hero got. But that's the thing you want to do. Then you just keep doing that, and then as meanwhile you're killing all the, their other people, their other people with their second bear, and then they're all gone. So and the hero. Um, what do we say here? And you got to spend the whole turn putting all the flags back. Yeah. So it lost time. Now I just want Not to think. Not time because that's Australia actions. Well, an action, but I mean, yeah. Sixty minutes. Uh, that one I'm not gonna say we play it in sixty minutes. I'm gonna say we play it in two hours. Three hours no, maybe. Two hours. I'm not playing it for three hours, but two hours. But down on I'm the like, floor you get a bit sore, so you need to oh, no, I'm on the like, table. Um when we do it, if you're saying, Oh, we only have let's say an hour to do this mm-hmm. I'm like, No, we're playing it for the whole time. No, not doing that. I know. So I remember when you gave me like minutes, a certain you, amount of you actions. You could time it though. You could like you... at one point we were going for like too long, mm. and then we had three actions left, and whoever had the most people down won. That's because I and said I that's had it. the most people down. I know. So I won. So you can do that. You could say you're either only going to have X amount of um, men in your field. Should be men and women nowadays. They're orcs and knights. But if so, if you don't want to start with only six of them to shorten the game, you could say the first team that gets six down, or the first team that, or, or in sixty minutes that game the game is over. And, and then you say it. something about who wins. Yeah, and then just it doesn't really matter who wins, but you just have a. I thing. like taking as long. I like thinking like every time I pull the thing down to fire it, I'm like looking around, twisting it around so I've got the right aim. Yeah. And then I just go like. Look straight, and see shoot. where it's gonna end. Think and where I want it to go. Aim it there and shoot. Yes, this of the, all the things in the world I can think of right now that you would want to have permanently built. One is this game, and the other is a train set, like a an electric train set. We should actually make a like um a field for this. Yes. With, like, little blockage things in its ways and stuff like that. And we just need a massive games room. Yes. And then we could have a pinball machine. And then we can have, and, But then we could also have this set up yeah, for know. as long as we need. Well, can you win the lottery or something? No. Well, not you. You're not allowed to. <laughs> All right. So, rating, I... Okay, what are you going to give this, Patrick? Oh, I don't know. Mm, can I give it over 10? Over 10? No, you can only go up to 10. That's why you don't just go dishing out tens for everything. Ten, 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 ten. Yeah, I, I, was, I don't know. I, I'll give it an eight, but because of how much you love it, I know it's a nine, I guess. And Mika was even the other day when we were just playing it. She was like going around. And she was putting the things in the box. Mostly. Yeah, she was liking to manage it. So it, and then she went off to play with her toys. So even though she's not a, a big game. Um, gamer, she she, she might not really want to play it. I think she would rather help than play. Yeah, she just enjoy helping. Like I like watching you play Gloomhaven. But I'm sure that if you got this game out, Minka would be. Oh, I'll give you a shot just so she can flick some things at you. But she wouldn't be aiming at the people; she'll be aiming at you. Anyway, yeah. we are way over time. We should be getting through this. Everyone doesn't want to hear us talking about this. It's just you're so excited about it. 
so anything else to add to that? Um, no. Well, yes, but no. <laughs> yes, but I can't. Okay, so I was able to get Patrick to stop talking about that for a, for a millisecond there. <laughs> um, it's how good to see someone so passionate about playing a game. And I love that yesterday you were just like, after something to do, you're like, you know what? I'm going to go get out a board game and sit there and Mr. play it by like, myself. I asked if you wanted to play a board game and mummy. Yeah. Because um, I wanted to see if you guys wanted to play a board game with me. We were just working but on something. You, were, right? you had to go somewhere. Yeah. And um, mummy was busy. So then I just pulled out Australia and started playing it. By yourself. And you won. Mm. But how cool is yeah. that? I love it. So that's good. Um... And I just wanted to say before we sign off that the BGG Christmas card exchange is ending today, Australia time. So it might already be ended by this time in America. So And I ended up going up to 12. I, I quickly um, shot up the amount of people we were going to send the cards so to. So different 12. countries. Well, we'll just wait and see. Who knows? Mm. I think we find out in the next two days who we send to. And if there's any double ups, we, we let them know. And then... I bought the cards today, so we'll be able to post them off. We'll put a little note in there, maybe the podcast as well, yeah. and Mika can write a little note in there. How cool. Oh, do a little drawing or something? Somewhere in the world to someone mm. we don't even know. And um, another big thanks to Gameology for sponsoring us. Yes. We got an email about them wanting to sponsor us. That's the only email we got. Oh, yeah, so we didn't get any emails. So uh, if anyone wants to write in, mm. tell us your top three games. Tell us what you think of the show. Yeah. We, so we do our like email, email is boardgamebasicspodcast at outlook.com. Yep, that's so it. So email us in at that. And, and then our Twitter, Twitter yep. BGB yep. at mm-hmm. boardgamebasic1. That's it, capital B, That's the first basic. time I haven't made a mistake in Ah, that. that's right. We don't mm. really... We're not normally Twitter people. No. Uh, email... Share us if you can. Be great if we can get um, more people listening. Like, so just mention nobody... us. Say if you have like, mention us to people. Yeah, and then like it spreads people the word. you know and stuff. We've had a few people listen, which is great. Mm, different countries, everywhere. All right, I guess that's it. Do you thanks Gameology? Would you like thanks to, Gameology? Would you like to take us out? So thanks for listening, everyone. So that's bye from me. And bye from me. Now, we were going to the Speedway tonight, but my back's a bit sore and our f- your friend's mum's back's a bit sore, so instead I'm getting to go to Gloomhaven night with the gang, so that'll be good. You're coming over, you're going to play some games anyway, so mm. that'll be good. Um, it is really good for us to have Gameology on board, so yeah. I know we've mentioned them a few times this episode. We mentioned it three times now. I know that's just because you. We really, we're to actually with, really so. glad that they're doing, they're supporting us. Yeah, so that'll be great. Uh, well, hopefully, I get a good night and my character can finally get his mission started. 
I'm what a Gloomhaven tonight. Oh, your one must be a hard one. Oh, they haven't even seen them yet. I, I've seen your one, I yeah, think, because you mine, showed me. Mine is I've got to find didn't, some... Didn't I... That one was the oh, cure sorry. thing. Finding the cure. That's the one that I got to choose. That oh, one that and one. another one. And I did not choose that one. Yeah. Where do birds meet for coffee? No idea. The Nest Cafe. <laughs> Very good. Well, you got another one there or what? Yes. Well, are you looking for it? What do you call a funny duck? I have no idea. A wise quacker.